Welcome everybody to episode 153 of the Rusty Rupees Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Darren, and with me I have the boys, Justin. Your boys finally out of Wano. Deontay. Um, I'm chilling. And Cameron. I'm here. I'm hot. Every day, brother. Every day. It's been hot as hell. It's an everyday it struggle. I don't, I don't no like it. I Even when it's been muggy, it's just like, eh, that was a lie. Now here's the heat. Let's just turn this back up. Man, the boys came over. Every yeah. one of them was sweating. I didn't feel so bad. <laughs> Woo, man. That shit was gross. <laughs> it was like fucking it just heat everywhere. And a uh, strange level of humidity for the bay. Yeah. It's been weird this past week. And then on top of that, too, <laughs> me and Cam very much were like, there's no airflow in here, dog. And we looked at his cracked-ass windows that's only, like, <laughs> this wide. <laughs> we're like, let's <laughs> open up this window so there's air. No, my windows are open, dog. I'm like, I'm going to go check the other one, too. Oh, that one's cracked as well. <laughs> <laughs> but then he did give the he, he gave the good excuse of flies and shit be coming in. I'm like, okay, that's fair. They they worked their ways of their way in there. But still, man. Bro, I don't like, know how, though. And even through cracked windows, they still come in. I'm like, bro, how did you get in here? I haven't left the house today. <laughs> they find a way. They're able to just phase through the netting. or Or they're coming from your drains. So they that's that's gross. Oh yeah, that too. No, that's that's a thing. Because that's a uh, that shit happens to me uh, during the summer. Last year was hella bad, and I caught it early this year because I had just started noticing they just appear in the kitchen. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. And then I like, I think um, we were having a conversation about it in the PSN, and Juwan had mentioned that like pouring bleach down the drain. I was like, drain, huh? And then I had like lifted up. Um, like my little dish thing and then all like three flies flew out of the drain i was like fuck that you wow. die here wow so yeah that's crazy <laughs> that's crazy i haven't had any flies fly out my drain thank god but not that who, you who know knows, right who knows right not that you know bro because you don't <laughs> until you think about it you're just like where the fuck are they coming from oh god that's a scary thought it is it sucks Wait to your to your sleep or to your gone like the fucking toys and toy store <laughs> that's cute <laughs> check problem hey justin that's uh, yeah, man. that's a nice ass that's a nice ass flask you got there brother oh oh oh, oh you saw that oh oh oh, oh you it know is it. a nice flask where, isn't it <laughs> you, you noticed you noticed yes. it. where is that flask where's that flask from oh you know i'm glad you mentioned that you know it's from the event we went to uh <laughs> where we got to play uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink and Grand Blue Fantasy Versus Rising. Yes, yes, and, and can, that is one of the topics about of it. today. <laughs> yes, the boys had a chance to go out and try uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink and uh, Versus Rising recently. So, shouts out. If you didn't already know, interviews out. Go ahead and check that out wherever you listen to us for your podcast services. Yes, yes. Um, and on top of that, things have, of course, been going on. Um gamescom opening live live happened gamescom was just this week in general so we got a bunch of announcements um i can now talk about it completely blasphemous 2 is out played that beat that great game i'm gonna gush um said boys will be mentioning grand blue and also armored core 6 is out and good mech game is good but to start it off grand blue guys how was your time how was the experience tell us what's up 
Uh, one, I, I would just like to mention offhand that that Cam be dropping them questions, bro. <laughs> shout out, to, shout out to your boy Cam. Yeah, he, look he forward to that full questions. interview later, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's out. It's out. Is it? Yeah, it's out. Is it yeah. out? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, can be dropping questions. Um, um, please but, check out the interview. But yes, yeah, Grand but, Blue Fantasy. But no, we were able to uh, one sit through kind of a breakdown of. Uh, I guess even kind of like a roadmap, would you say, Cam, of uh, what they had planned for Grand Blue uh, versus and yeah. and Grand Blue uh, uh, Relink. So it, it was it was really neat because we got we kind of got an in depth overview of everything they planned up to uh, Gamescom essentially because Gamecom, Gamescom was when they said they were going to announce everything. Uh, so we had all the prior knowledge. Uh, before that, but you know we couldn't say nothing because you know embargoes. <laughs> um, but overall, uh, I will talk more in terms of uh, uh, versus rising, and then mm-hmm. it came if if you and Deontay want to take relink. Um, so they for sure before before you before you jump jump into it, I just want to say like the 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 powerpoints that they sort of put together were really really well put together, and Agreed. they like not only showed us a. a uh, roadmap of what's to come but also how they got to this point so like um, they talked a little bit about the mobile game and how um, sort of they started off with the mobile game and then with um, with Relink um, and then um, how many copies Relink has had had already sold versus. Oh, not Relink versus. sorry Versus I'm getting all these names messed up but yeah um, how many copies Versus had already sold and sort of like what brought them up to this point so even though like Justin and I and Deontay had never like played the mobile game we got like a good sort of history and background on that and and one thing that I was able to sort of ascertain from that is that this is a lot bigger of a franchise than I think yeah. I, I I at least realize mm-hmm. I'm like damn it's hella popular like they even have their own events too yeah yeah, I was just about to say they even have their own like fan fest and and it's like the in Japan it's like the what do they say the biggest fan event ever like oh, yeah. even bigger than fan yeah. fest potentially yeah. right bigger than Final and Fantasy. so I'm like damn like this this is like a big franchise mm-hmm. and I just had no idea and the funny I thought um, one of the funny thing was that they mentioned the anime as well. And so they said, like, if there's you watching yeah. anime, <laughs> you dude, you didn't. Oh yeah, there's a there, there's a whole Grand Blue right. uh, anime. I think it's on Crunchyroll. But, but is it is it out though, yeah, or did out. they say it's coming no, it's out. out? Oh, it's, yeah, out, it's out already. I've watched okay. I've watched a bit of it already. It's been actually out for a while. Okay. Um, oh, I think okay. I didn't even know about it. Yeah, yeah. I felt I felt okay. like we talked about it. Um, not like on uh, not like on the podcast, but just like like probably like yeah. on the PSN or something. Um. But yeah, so the the anime kind of gives you a, a nice rundown of the world and whatever. And they said all essentially, if you wanted to, if you just watch the first episode, the first episode gives you a decent amount of world building information. First, they said the first, first two. Oh, the first two, first two, first two episodes. Um, yeah. but yeah, so I actually have seen the first two episodes, and it does give you a decent amount of world building information. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, go check out the anime. Absolutely. Um. But yeah, and the the presentation they gave was like Cam's was stating was like really in depth. They kind of did go, which I fa- I failed to mention, but they kind of did go from like past to present, um, which was uh, really good. And they had both. Um, I think they had 
the who can what's the president ceo of uh, 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 CEO. Uh, i have thank you for all the pictures you guys took i i remember i remember you were calling him ceo while we were there yeah. like bro that's the ceo yeah, see <laughs> the director of the grand blue fantasy general director of relink and creative director of versus rising uh tetsuya fukuhara and yasuyuki uh, keiji director of uh, relink but no, there was actually so no, no, there was somebody else there. There, there was, there was, there was, there was somebody else. Y'all had big bosses. Out, no, that okay. no, and that's what I was telling because they they had uh, said it, uh, talked about it, um, because it, one of the the pictures had to popped up on the slide, uh-huh. and so it literally said like CEO. I want to say it was CEO. Of uh, I think it's CEO of Side, side Games. Game. Sorry, yeah, Side Games. Oh, yeah, like, is the yeah, CEO of Side Games. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's he dope. was there. Yeah, yeah. He he was the one that essentially started the presentation. Mm-hmm. And so it was it was really dope that he was just there and, and like able to like answer questions. And he actually looked up kind of um, looked over our shoulder and came to talk to us about the games while we were playing it. Like yeah, that. It, remember when I was telling you the story about the curse number four uh, curse? number Oh, three oh, what the f- <laughs> that was in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, funny. It was really he, it was really he cool. also got to he also got to watch a bit of Deontay and Justin being competitive and. And trying to see who is gonna clear this boss the fr- the fastest, or clear the <laughs> oh, demo, yeah. the whole demo, the fastest. Um, and he was sort of standing behind us for that as well. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, Cam fucking ran through the entire demo while Deontay and I was struggling. <laughs> yeah, I was the only one that, made, the it one that made it through. That's the whole confusing demo. to me. <laughs> I, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. But. So okay, okay. What would you guys describe? So, what what is what is Relink? What is Relink? Relink is all right. So the closest games I could say this feels like imagine a muso take on uh a muso take on final fantasy origins hmm but it it feels fun to play it's definitely muso based like you can you can tell <laughs> gut there's punch a, there's a shit ton of enemies like, Did it? it's essentially like the the new kind of like the new one piece game i, f- I want to mm. say it kind of feels battle- like that but the One Piece game isn't a that's Musou, a, that's, that's a turn-based. like turn-based. Sorry, not, um, I'm not thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking about the, uh, the older, the older One Piece one games Piece you're game. thinking yeah, about, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, this definitely, not to, not to cut you no, off, ahead, but I want to say it has a little bit of, uh, tales in there as well. As that's well, what I right? feel when I look at it. It's so very talesy. It, when you're attacking and really just in the, in the midst of it, it even has Hyogi's like uh, Tales game too and shit like that. But you're moving from zone to zone, or in these areas. You know they have areas, and you walk into an area, then a bunch of you know enemies start attacking. You basically clear out that area before you move on to the next. It is in that way, like you know, uh, Final Fantasy uh, Origins or something that plays along like that. The battles feel like a mix between a Musou game and a Tales game. Uh, especially with the uh, cooperation of your teammates. You know, there are teams of four in this. And um, the mode we are playing in, the full story, I think is single player. Mm-hmm. But they have, what, 100 four-player missions? Four-player co-op missions for four players to take on uh, uh, yeah, the like full list of these heroes. Mm-hmm. And pretty much just take on missions like how we took on uh, different types and stuff like that. But 
it's it's fluid. The combat's fluid. It feels just like the games I mentioned, honestly, an amalgam of those and different games that kind of play similar to those, right? Uh, a lot of uh, action anime games kind of have similar play styles. So you pick up the controller and you almost uh, instinctively know what you're going to do. You know what I mean? You know what your triangle and square are pretty much are about. You know what I mean? It's just figuring out the rest of the stuff. But in no way does it feel stale when you play it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It feels like just when you th- just when you think like, oh, oh, this is getting a bit mashy, right? Mm-hmm. Then you'll realize that like some of the enemies that you're fighting have like different attack patterns that you need to block or different AOE uh, attacks that you need to like get the fuck out. So you can't just be like up front and just, nah, 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 just nah, nah. like mash no, you square. To, you have to kind of. Yeah. yeah, no, you'll die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's definitely uh, um, a, a bit of strategy that goes into it, um, especially kind of with the um, the more I want to say the more specific game mechanics. Um, like mm-hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember what the name of the actual attack was, but essentially, if is it a link attack, I think it's a link attack. Yeah, like so if if every single mm-hmm. one of your characters does their super in in kind of like a consecutive order within a time limit you can do like a huge like link attack super where like a, it, it creates like a bigger explosion and like attacks at, like everything at large right so it's essentially mm-hmm. like a huge aoe attack that does massive damage and that's kind of like what or like there's that trying to go to there's there's the, then there's that like one next step as well so like then if you pull that off then you get access to that other attack i think right where then everybody on your team sort of like triggers this attack and you have to push um like triangle or something fast enough so that you trigger so it will like slow down time um for you so you do you do this attack um each of your characters um does something right where it does like a little cinematic and then after that time is slowed do you remember like yeah. the, there being mm-hmm. like a, a where everything around you time was slowed apart from you and you yeah, were still think, like moving at regular I think speed it was like a link burst or something no i think link burst maybe like a link burst so i i think link burst was the one i was talking about where you have the big explosion at the end i think that was the link uh, okay burst. this is where that tails comes in you know that oh tails yeah gameplay that um combination attack style this is very much so like a combination hyogi mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I will say that it was super satisfying to pull those attacks yeah, off. Um, but that goes also leans into not just being able to button mash because you have to pay attention um, to what the other people on your team are doing. Um, also paying attention to the button prompts that come up to say that, oh, you've triggered this link burst attack now. So now you can actually right. like perform it, perform it. If you're not watching the screen to know that the conditions have been met, you would just miss that and it would go right. away. Right. So you have to. Yeah, um, you have to make sure that you're paying attention. But um, yeah, it was it was really fun. Um, we didn't get to play multiplayer. Um, the game's not open world, um, but they did uh, mention to us that there is like, as Deontay was saying, like a hundred different stages or whatever. But each of the stages have different types, right? So some will be more um like attack focus where you're just dealing with large waves of enemies um and some will be like more exploration based where you're doing more mm. exploration of like a terrain or whatever but it's not open world it's like all of them are mission based gotcha. 
and I see from one of the slides um, taking a picture as far as like the gameplay aspects, story, so traverse various islands, diverse combat system, assist modes available, the quest, uh, four player up to four player co-op, over 100 quests with post and game content, progress, character customization, plenty of side quests and collectibles. Was that from one of the pictures? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I need all. I'm learning. Like I said, I'm with the audience right now. I don't know. This is all your guys' experience. No, literally, uh, I was standing up in the back, and um, uh, I forgot who our contact is. I'm sorry. Uh, Scott. 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 Shout out, right. Scott. Yes. My um, guy. Thank you, Scott. I was standing up in the back, and he was like, "Do you want to sit down?" I was like, "No, I'm taking pictures and stuff." I was like, "It's okay to take pictures and stuff." Right? He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, you're fine." And I was like, "Cool." <laughs> And then, and then um, one of the other uh, ladies came up. She was like, you sure you don't want to? Cause I was like, no, no, no. I'm just taking pictures. It's fine. <laughs> like, uh, I'm just sitting there taking pictures and video from, from the Dude, it was so cool. Like, it was kind of, it, it's definitely one of those surreal moments still. Like, and I get that we're, we're, we've kind of been doing this for a while now. But it's like going to one of those kind of exclusive events where, like, you literally know something that more, like, most people don't. <laughs> Like it's it's still like a surreal a surreal feeling at the end of the day. <clears throat> I know something you don't know. Was it this game that had the bonus mode, or was it, it the was, other it one? It was this game. I'm like it was trying this to really. Uh, this game had really a the bonus. Okay, mode. so that, that's that's why you were like so you were able to actually finish that entire fight. No, no, no! Not the bonus boss. Oh. The bonus mode that they talked about, like a, a like a, was it like a battle royale or something? Remember they talked about like Grand this additional Bruce mode? Or was that for? Yes, this that. Is in was that versus. for this or was that for? Oh, this that's for versus. versus. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So we'll talk about that once we get there. I remember one of the games had like some bonus mode on it, um, but yeah, all all in all, it was a, a really good game, um, and yeah, we got to sort of talk to them. Um, a, a little bit you guys can listen to the interview as a whole but you know like on their their plans for this franchise you know i mean now they have this mobile game that's already huge they have this fighting game um that you know versus like the regular versus like vanilla version or whatever has been out and been doing yeah, pretty well gotten, for a while now i want to say and now they have this this a million game. in sales recently yeah, with i think it was 1.2 so. 1. um but anyway yeah so i um it's it's just exciting to see them expand upon um, this this franchise that they have. Like it's very like Persona esque, right? How like Persona sort of has their like base game, and then we'll try different games out that are fit within the the franchise. But they're very like stark departures from what like the, the actual regular game is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's cool. It's cool to see them take risks. And I think you know once we start talking about verses, you'll see that they're taking even more risks with the the franchise and doing even more different crazy shit which you know it goes back to that thing that we talked about games are fun right like can we can we have yeah. fun um and, and they are doing some really yeah, cool and shit grand blue is definitely trying to give that to you like uh, like one mm-hmm. thing i will say about both games um before we get into versus is that both games were fun to play absolutely fun to play um mm-hmm. even uh and even if you, and especially if you have uh, previous versus knowledge, uh, you can go into um, Rising with a, just a, uh, you know, there's definitely a few more mechanics you have to t- that you have to take into account for, but you can essentially go in swinging. And that there is um, a continuity between the the characters, the uh, 
locales and stuff across like all the games right so it definitely is within the same universe um i will say story-wise and i said this to justin <laughs> a few times while we were there with the the very limited knowledge that i have about final fantasy 16 there are like a lot of similarities between the stories um so and take from that what you will justin's like well grand blue was first but there there are similarities and you know once you get to experience the story i think you'll be able to draw those parallels as well hmm. um but not take not to take away from it at all i'm not taking away from it but there are, well, characters are definitely some parallels there well this game has uh is it icons in this game or is that in Final, That's Fantasy? Final Fantasy? That's Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. If they have icons, this game has. Do you remember the name of them? Um, Fuck. Uh, crap. You put me on the spot. Uh, it's not icons. It's. Damn uh, it. Primals? Yes, primals. primals. And I think even one of them wasn't one of them called like Bahomet yeah, or something? That's, that's the main dragon. That's is. the ah. main. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, there's so many but there's so many Bahamas. It's like there's so many Bahama dragons, man. <laughs> exactly. Bahama to, is, again, is, is big king daddy you. dragon, okay? Yeah, not everyone just in knows Final this. Fantasy. Everyone knows this. Bahamut is everywhere. Rage of Bahamut is the anime but, from the same universe as Grand Blue. Really? Yep. I oh. oh yeah, I did not wow, know that. Okay. Yep. Shingeki no Bahamut. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> now I so know. it's the same nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, really, really cool game. They have the dope ass collector's edition coming out now. That we can talk about you that. You can pre-order it now and on, on Amazon. It's already pre-ordered. Yes. Already yes, pre-ordered. We w- wow. <laughs> that was like one of the main things we weren't able to talk about because that was going to be like a, a Gamescom announcement. Yeah. Um, but that shit is that sexy as fuck. in the release date. Mm-hmm. February 1st. Yay. Sir. And then I know we already got the date for um, Versus. I think that was even before this event. Yeah. That um, that's out in November, correct? Yes. Okay. Dope, dope. Yeah. Nice, nice. You want to talk a little bit about Versus, Hell Justin? Yeah. All right. So Versus, versus <laughs> is kind of wild. So if you just, if you take away the fighting aspect of it, they've now given you essentially like another game on top of it. So it was kind of what Cam was bringing up earlier called uh, Grand Brews Legend. And so essentially it's, uh, I guess you would say it would be akin to Fall Guys. Yeah, it's like a party game. Yeah, it's so, um, you know, it's kind of like uh, how in Fall Guys you kind of have to be the first one to get to the end. Like mm-hmm. that's that's essentially what this is. And there's like ob- different obstacles and different courses that they have. Um, you know, that's essentially if you want to take a break from, you know, all the fighting. And another cool aspect that they've they've brought to um Rising is uh they have something called Partners. <clears throat> now, Partners is kind of interesting cuz this is, would be the essentially like the first time I've seen this fighting game wise. And so, depending on how you're doing in battle, the partners will either reassure you or give you like uh give you kind of like a uh, like a, a good a, a good job like a like a uh, especially if you're if you're putting in like a lot of work you know they'll they'll give you kind of like a, a whatever equates to either whether you're losing a lot or winning a lot 
Interesting. Didn't they say they would also like remind you to like take yeah, a break or go yeah, get a drink of water yeah. or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> so they're essentially like your companion, your your fighting companion. I see. So like post victory, um, one I, of the things they say is practice makes perfect. Uh, I can tell you've really been practicing. Mm-hmm. And then if you were to if you were uh, to lose, uh, they would say something like, uh, "Do not lose lose heart. Uh, the wise honor valor, not victories." So it's something that kind of like. Because and, and to be fair, even Seth had mentioned it before, and, and I, I've mentioned it as well. There are times where you're playing a fighting game that you may be good or not good at, um, but losing is not fun. You don't know what that's like. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, hey, I, I have, dude. I have teetered into what master rank looks like, and I, I, I kind of don't want it. Like, <laughs> I kind of don't want it. They different up there. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, losing is not fun. And when you're trying to play a fighting game, you want to have fun. And so what these is kind of, this does, it, it kind of gives you, I guess, however much, you know, uh, faith positive you put into it. Yeah, it kind of gives you a bit of positive reinforcement, whether you're winning or losing. So it's it's definitely a fun aspect that they, um, they've introduced into the game. Um, they one one thing also is that they are releasing a free version of the game. That's right. Um, so everybody can play. That inc- I can't remember how many characters specifically uh, four. includes four characters, one part of the story, online matches in lobby access, and some features limited. And also access to Grand Bruce Legends. Yep, and access to Grand Bruce Legends. Yeah, which is and pretty dope and online play. <laughs> like you can still play online. I mean, you only have four characters, but essentially, if if but, you only use one of those four characters, you're Colton. You ain't got to buy the game. Yep, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, like they they're really trying to expand uh, their audience on this game, and I love it. Also, their their hub world, I guess you would call it, sort of like. The, the battle arena in uh, Street Fighter or like that little area that you run around in Dragon Ball Fighters is kind of fucking expansive. Oh, like, yeah. It's like it's, own, it's like its own world. <laughs> Which is... And didn't they say you can like add to it and yeah. like you can there's open up, unlock different games. parts of it and stuff? Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot of mini games. Um, Bombshell, Bombshell Barrage, Barrage, The Gold, Rising Royale, Gold Brick Hoarder. Gold, Gold Brick Hoarder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, and and they're only going to increase over time because they're still they're still adding more stuff to it over time. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so I mean, overall, in terms of just the the, the fighting portion of it, um, there's a few new mechanics that they've added in um, that I haven't been ve- very familiar with, but I was able to get uh, get a bit of practice in uh, with the boys, um, and it was it was like I said, it's not too different from the original game uh there's definitely a, a few more routes that you're gonna that you can add um thanks to the new mechanics but overall you know the the routes are pretty much the same it's it's still an overall good game uh simplistic in nature uh but can't you know you can um increase the difficulty if you decide to not use the uh the simple input system and it just looks cool like all these fucking anime fighters they just look hella cool <laughs> <laughs> And so it's it's pretty, and like the attacks look cool, and the fucking animations, uh, the character animations look really cool, and each of the characters is super fucking diverse mm. and and like different looking and different moving, and it's it's just cool. I'm I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was doing a lot of mashing, but I had fun. 
<laughs> I forget out of you and Deontay who won. Cameron. Oh no way. No, it's because uh, he cl- cleared the uh, damage check, and uh, my uh, demo ended first, and I didn't get the second part of the boss. Oh no, I meant the no. no we're, on, we're talking about the oh, other talking about, uh, versus. Versus. Yeah, oh. what, didn't didn't you two fight? I don't remember that. I think we all fought each other a few times. Come on, man. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't we, remember, we... I, no disrespect to you, Cameron, but when there's a fighting game situation and it's us standing there, I'm not worried about fucking Cameron, bro. Like, my, my focus was you, so I probably did beat Cameron. I don't care. We, I think we... We, put, <laughs> we were... We were on that game for a while before we transitioned over, yeah. so we played a few matches, and I definitely took matches from both of you. Uh, you so took, you maybe, took maybe not. Maybe uh, you, yeah, you no took, matches. So you took rounds from me. I took a match from someone. I know I did. Wasn't me. A whole match. I didn't, I didn't I, lose the. I, I, I sure didn't lose the me. entire time I was playing. You stopped there right now. <laughs> It's the one in the bandana, I think. <laughs> the one you think, in the throw bandana. it out there. <laughs> I highly doubt it, but you know, do we still have the first Grand Blue Fantasy? We could throw it on. I, I, oh, I'm not, I got I'm it, the, baby. I got it, too. No, I, I just, just saw said, it in my life. It was free. I said I, I was mashing. You okay? can mash at home, nigga. You ain't got to be in front of developers to mash. Come on. I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm trying to see. A win is a win. You're not even sure it happened. (laughs) (laughs) But no, overall, overall, the game definitely feels good. Like Cam said, it's pretty as hell. Um, Go, go play versus. Nice, nice. Good shit. All right. And so transitioning on to other thing that we can now talk about uh blasphemous 2 blasphemous 2 is out blasphemous 2 is good i have beaten blasphemous 2 and it's been hard to not talk about this game um so cam how far have you gotten now in the first one i'm at the last boss really last last stream i got to the last i got yeah i I opened the door that leads to the last boss and then i stopped playing (laughs) (laughs) good shit goodbye it's been a nice stream see you later bye (laughs) (laughs) so um as far as blasphemous 2 goes um i know once you start playing at cam what what would you say your biggest complaints are about the first one just so i can kind of compare and contrast uh two i have two um Mm -hmm. first one is sort of the not knowing where the fuck i was going in the beginning like what to do um, mm-hmm. I, I, I understand like the nature of a Metroidvania and I know that there, there's some exploration. Um, the di- I think the difference is with Blasphemous, right? <laughs> Continue, please. The difference Continue. is that <laughs> with Blasphemous, um, it's a, it's a hard game at the end of the day. Right. And so yeah. like, like ex- exploring can sometimes get your ass beat right so like yeah like it's it's not like you're just free to explore it's like if, if i'm trying there are to enemies in this next room that want to hurt me yes exactly and so that that was a little frustrating at first but then once i got sort of a layer of the land and i'd been everywhere and saw how every area connects to every area that went away so you know like once sort of i filled out the map and realized like oh this area is connected to here i know how to get back here i know how to get here it was fine yeah um so that went away and then i think the the only other criticism that i have is that sometimes the controls don't always feel as snappy as i would like them to 
Mm-hmm. Um, so if I'm trying to sort of like dodge and then attack right away, like the controls aren't snappy enough that I can do that. That you can um, react in a way. Okay. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. exactly. So that that I would say is the only other. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, as far as in, um, so map wise, combat wise, I feel like, uh, please check out our interview, uh, with the developers of, of Blasphemous 2 as well. Um, like, uh, like they were talking about every, damn near every criticism that they did receive from the first game they have fixed. Um, so in regards to movement between the abilities that you slowly get, um, as the game goes on, or just even the, just the base movements of just jumping your dash, uh, your dash that you have as a slide, everything feels snappy and responsive. So for me, a big part of getting through the game uh, like you mentioned, you know, there's enemies in each room that you go to, and a lot of the times when you're just trying to get from point A to point B, you're not trying to go through that risk of fighting an enemy and with the chance of dying for you to go and run back from whatever your last um, save point was. Um, and because of how smooth the game feels, there's a lot of rooms that I'll just run into and just completely just jump over and dash past enemies because I can, because it feels, because it feels smooth enough that you can do it. Um, in the sense of a Metroidvania, the fact that compared to the first game, um, with you only having one weapon now that you have three, they utilize the environment with the weapons that you get. So with one weapon you're able to dash through mirrors, another weapon you're able to from from a uh, if you're pretty high up, you can slam down and break uh different uh floors or walls that are um that are blocking your way. Uh with the hammer you can hit bells to create different platforms or open doors and you have to be quick about get um either going to the door that opens up if you don't uh if you don't get there by time like the ring of the bell ends you now have to go back over and try to platform back to where you need to be. Uh, Same thing with the platforms. They're only there for a limited time. And sometimes you have to use the weapons in conjunction with one another. So, like, there's some puzzles that you have to hit the bell, jump on the platforms, hit these mirrors to teleport from mirror to mirror, and then you have to, from that height, slam down to open up whatever barrier you had. So you might have to use all three weapons in conjunction with one another. And so you and have how, to. How smooth is that? Very, because yeah, uh, okay, with dope. just the single the single button switching of the weapons, you like you finish one, swap over to the next weapon, so you're already ready to go for that next um, mm. for that next obstacle you have. And then you can also um, swap the order of the weapons. So it's mm. like even though it's just a single uh, press of the button, like if you want the sword to be the second one in your rotation instead of the hammer, you can swap up the orders of those two. Oh. I forget is, is this is this game experience based? It is kind of um so it's more of um it's based off of uh skill trees for each of the weapons. So um as you as you play you get um martyr uh martyrdom points which those you use to either um upgrade the skill trees for each of the weapons and they all have their own um skill trees and then they have different up to level three for each of them but Mm. essentially when you first get the weapon because you only start you start off with one you get to pick whichever of the three weapons you want to start with and then as you play the game and progress you'll find the other two oh that's Mm -hmm. so sometimes you'll you'll see stuff around the map all over that at first essentially you don't know what they do 
Um, mm-hmm. So for me, a big part of it was just honestly just attacking shit with different weapons just to see. Because there were times when I'm like, I have no idea what to do. Because the game doesn't essentially tell you what the weapon abilities are. It's just you just right. do it and find out. Because there was a certain point where I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm kind of stuck. I clearly know one of these. I have all three weapons and there's certain walls that I'm like, how the fuck (laughs) do I get past it? And I just couldn't figure it out. Um, And so I would just continuously explore the castle. Like kind of what Cam was saying, um, there still isn't as much direction. But there's, it gives you waypoints on like where the specific bosses that you're going after are. It gives you the general area. And it's just up to you to get to that area. Um, right, okay. What about? And so as um, you, exp- yeah. So sorry, I was gonna say, what about like other points of interest? Because one thing I realized, like on the map on the first one, it doesn't necessarily um, give you like points of interest. You have to place markers. You if still do. Something that oh, you have you to still do. That. do. Okay. Um, there are specific areas for, I'll say, like the upgrade vendors um, that you'll mm. find. So. Um, mm. Like, Justin, you were asking if it was experience-based. So, uh, for certain... So, for your health, you have to find certain items to take to that NPC I had shown you guys mm-hmm. that was terrifying mm-hmm. um, <laughs> to upgrade for that. Oh, oh the, the one... That's how you upgrade dog. your health. <laughs> that... Yeah, yeah, that was terrifying. Um, so, the, you have to find items for your health, items for your, um, for your fervor meter, so your magic. Um, and you... Those those NPCs are specifically marked. So like in the in the Blessed City and everything, that's where the majority of your first set of NPCs are. And then as you play through, you'll find another set. But mm-hmm. then there's NPCs that are not specifically marked mm-hmm. that you yourself would have to place a marker so that you have so that you know where they are. So like yeah. uh, for that other NPC I showed you, Justin, with the fucking baby. Um <laughs> That oh, okay. I I remembered what item he was specifically asking for, um, uh-huh. but I didn't remember exactly where he was. I was like, okay, you're in this general vicinity, and so once I found him again, I was like, okay, let me place this marker. So at least now I know this is where he is. Where he's at. And there's mm-hmm. other NPCs okay. in my playthrough that I'm like, I know I've met, but I have no idea where they are because mm-hmm. I didn't take that time so, to mark them. So like so, do the markers last Un- the entire until time? you clear it yourself? Or until you undo yeah. them, and there's like different kinds of markers and stuff as well that you can put down. But I I, 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 I don't know if I I like it though. I think I would ra- still rather that they at least marked out those main NPCs after you, even after you found them. Like you don't have to show me it like in the beginning, but once I found them, can you just like right. have yeah. it mark, mark it mark there? Them, so, you yeah. know. Because that's how it is for the ones that you do find um, that they mark. Like, you still have to find them first. But then after that, it's like, okay, you see, this is the general vicinity for these markers. This is where this special vendor is. Right. Um, But not all of them are marked. Because, like, there's the the guy in the first one where you have to give him the body parts or uh, the the bones and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't have that marked. The second time I found that place, it was by pure luck. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm here again. Well, let me deposit some bones. And then there's this yes. other, like, baby thing. I think it's, like, a, a guy with, like, a baby growing out his chest or something like that. And he, <laughs> he upgrades your health vials. But same thing. It's not it's not marked. Okay. Yeah. For the for the important upgrades, they do mark those for you. So mm. that's a good thing. Okay. Um, 
and then as you play and get your martyrdom points up like that's what you like i said that's what you use to upgrade your skill trees for your weapons um and that's also there's a sculptor at the beginning of the game that you can go to um and he's able to upgrade these um uh i'm trying to think of the way like he creates little statues for you and those can augment your um skills so like one might up your critical rate one might um give you extra health um one special one you get towards the end of the game um you get that will turn your air dash into a teleport um and then you can combine there's um you can create sets and you can upgrade up to having four sets of uh these statues um and you use uh those martyrdom points that you that you rack up over time and the more the more you unlock the more of course they get it more expensive so it kind of takes you a little bit longer to grind those Mm. and so it becomes a matter of do i want to use these on my altar pieces or do i want to use these to upgrade my weapons Mm. um and then you do get kind of um other items i can't remember what they're called um that are like souls and dark souls that you go and buy items and stuff like that for Mm, okay Mm -hmm. is is there a is there do you notice as uh uh evident like cohesive story going on like from when you start up to the end or is it (laughs) that is it because i know right now there's stuff like lore and stuff in the items in the first one that you can sort of pick up but i know that there's they they give you sort of like a base idea of okay this is what my character is doing same Uh, same thing in two so the base is like um this uh temple has risen up by the miracle by the will of the miracle and for it to descend back down because there's there's the heart of the ruler or whatever they're called like this is floating above it um and there are specific bosses that you're supposed to go after to lower uh to lower the citadel down so that you can now explore it and Mm. reach the highest heights blah 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 very similar Um, to the first one uh huh. But even after you defeat those initial three, then there's other things that you have to collect that will unlock what you need to get to the final, uh, the final area. Got it. Okay. Um. So there is there is a story. Like there's NPCs explaining a good amount of the story to you, but I am not. I will say enough of the lore horror for <laughs> games like this where it is more cryptic. I'll I would leave that to a nice, awesome video essay later down the line to explain all of this in a cohesive fashion. Mm-hmm. Um. But it it still just kind of emphasizes that the miracle works in mysterious ways and it could help you and or screw you over with this terrible, terrible penance that you're just living out until you die. It's very interesting. I but haven't seen that goddamn miracle help no one. Not in my game. Nobody. Not a, not a one. <laughs> not a one, dog. Um, but overall, just as a Metroidvania, I think they did do a good job of the same thing like you mentioned linking everything together the more you explore the more you understand what your weapon abilities are um helps you just kind of go through go through the map quickly at the end of the day because as as vast of the map is like i got it 96 percent um once you get those uh those fast travels that makes life better once you get different abilities and uh figure out good ways to navigate it feels smooth the action is the the combat i think my one complaint about the combat is the parry per se mm. not the parry itself it's the the in full frames that they give you like there's a lot of times when i parry an enemy and i attack them but they're still too close to me so i take damage after mm. i hit them mm-hmm. so i'm just like i shouldn't be taking damage from this but 
that's kind of my only complaint in regards to combat wise. I will say the game was pretty easy though. Mm. Um, compared to the first, like final boss, I beat in my first go. Um, there were several bosses that maybe only took me two to three times, except for maybe you're just that good, dog. Mm, I maybe, but maybe, but honestly, it just felt like they had certain like it was the the rule of three pattern where it's like they do this attack then they do uh, this attack then they do this attack uh, and then repeat and so it's like okay if that's all their attack patterns are it's not that hard to pick up on um there are a couple where's um oh go ahead no i was just gonna say i will say that that's kind of i think i talked about it last last week as well is that like even in the first one the hard part is not necessarily the bosses, like the... It's the, getting it's, to the bosses. It's getting it's the enemies there. in between. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the the, the, the bo- I'm not, I'm, that's not even to say, like, all the bosses are, like, dirt easy cakewalks. or nothing. Yeah. yeah, it's not a cakewalk, but in comparison to the shit that I had to do to get here... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I agree. Because um, there's also, like, um, I'll say challenge rooms um, for you to get uh, either different altar pieces. You might get... Um, the items that you need to upgrade your health or stuff like that. Um, you pick up an item and then two doors close behind you and then it just spawns enemies in. Um, those be hard. <laughs> I was about to say, that's frightening. Yeah, because it's like, it'll be like smaller floating enemies that'll pop in one by one and then you'll have two enemies like on both sides of you. So it's just a matter of dodging, parrying, using your, uh, using your miracles that you get and everything like that. Which are, some of them are fucking OP. <laughs> like there's one that i got that um it's pretty much a stand <laughs> it takes hella fervor oh, but is, you need hella is fervor that the one you showed me bro the one it oh, follows sure. you around it attacks are hella it attacks are hella strong it doesn't last too long but you don't need an item to refill your fervor bar you just need to continuously attack and it'll raise it up oh that's so sick. so if i'm gonna summon this stand that takes out all that cool now i'm attacking the boss alongside this uh, thing so we're both doing damage i'm getting enough so when it disappears i could just summon him again it's that's sick. you have the right combination of stuff you can you can melt down enemies that's sick. um yeah in, so in the, it, in the it's, first it's one um i feel like you're talking about parrying right do you feel i and i don't know if it's the same with the the second one but the parry mm-hmm. timing is kind of weird dog like it's it's almost like too let me think about this it's almost like too long like it wants you to parry too far ahead of time rather than being like a split second before the attack does that make sense yeah so, so like um, you, you have to hit the parry like further back before the enemy attacks instead of closer to the enemy <clears throat> attack i think they so, fixed the parry timing okay. in this one okay. um because also so do, you par- do you parry by weapon is that is that why yes um oh okay um but also because so two of the weapons so the like sword that you get the um the ruga that one um is more of a that one's that i feel the the more free of the parry windows Mm. because uh there is a normal parry that will just hit back but then there's also a perfect parry which like when it flashes red after you hit the parry that gives an upgraded attack as well and then with the dual uh the dual sabers you get that one that parry window is very tight where like one how can i describe it when you hit the regular parry on it 
it has to be a more of a more tight window but one will push you back um, instead of doing a parry that you counter to and if you hit the perfect parry then you kind of do like a quick slash be- um, across them mm. so that one is a more tight window but I feel more reward compared to the other one where you have to be a little bit more direct to it mm. uh, but it's more forgiving it's it's a weird it's a weird parry timing uh, like the way I'm describing it is weird but it's one of those things that you can tell there's a big difference between trying to perform those parries with these two weapons right. to the point where with the dual blades, the dual sabers, let me not do that because mm. that it, <laughs> there's more of a chance of me getting hurt compared to if I just use the sword with that counter. Right. Um, but then so to would you, go ahead. Would you compare the parry to like 16th parry? Where like you had to like essentially swing your swing the weapon at the same time that the other the other opponent. I think that's different because so you're attacking play. because you're you're right. it's more of a counter not a parry per se. Because this is block. Um, this is oh block well, no base. no that is more of a parry compared like this these are counter counter blocks. Oh they're counter oh so they're so you're blocking. So you have to block yeah. and then attack. Yeah. Oh, then okay, it attacks. Okay, gotcha, yeah yeah gotcha, 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 yeah. Gotcha, the gotcha. Final Fantasy one. I don't think that 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 kind of parry would work in a game like this. <laughs> Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Got you. Got you. Got you. Yeah, but also with the with the bu- 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 bu, the upgrade trees, you can tight you can tighten those windows and give you oh, more free dope. windows. That's dope. Yeah, and it doesn't allow you to just straight up upgrade the weapons to level three. Like you find the upgrades too as you're going along. Got so that. when you find the weapon, you have one level of upgrade paths that you can do, and then later on in the game, you might find the sword again, and that unlocks level two of that. Oh, and so okay. you, no, that's nice. yeah, yeah. So it doesn't make you all powerful. Like if you're just grinding, you can just upgrade these weapons Got to the it. max right away. It's like no, as you play this game, you will become stronger because you're you're exploring and you're finding these upgrades. Got it. Right. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's sick. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. But overall, that uh, Blasphemous too. Good, good game. Good game. I'm still gonna try to work on a p- more cohesive review for this, but hard <laughs> so <laughs> so when it happens it happens so um yes uh yeah that's miss two gush done uh shout, da, 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 da. Out, shout out them shout out fucking shout out team 17 once again thank you scott for the opportunity sure to try that out good and game is good congratulations on the launch the game kitchen Shout Congrats. out the game kitchen. Uh, still, I like. There's so many things we didn't describe in that, as far as like visuals, the oh, yeah. the voice acting, the music, and I want to go back through it with the uh, Spanish dub to kind of get those because there's certain there's certain dialogues with bosses that I'm like, ooh, that would sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool because they've done such a uh, a good job in the the English dub that it makes me absolutely with, with people saying how better the spanish dub is i'm like damn with the english being this good and now you're saying that the spanish is even better than that that's like wild so yeah i, I definitely want to play through the first one as well in spanish mm-hmm. um but yeah good game dark weird dark weird cryptic but fucking fantastic metroidvania oh yeah especially when i was on that kick earlier this year and now getting a, such a good one in the middle of the year fucking yay need needed that oh yeah you were going through a few of them things 
You know, no, what I, fa- I found out in the first one, I don't know if there's any like hidden secrets like this in the second one, but in the first one, there's a room that you can find somewhere uh-huh. where there's like an arcade machine and you can play like a, a what do you call it? A D. Devolve, a D-make? D-make, there we go, like a D-make, um, where it's like an 8-bit blasphemous style on an arcade machine. Oh, that's dope. Uh, there wasn't um, like an arcade cabinet, but there was a room that had portraits of different indie games. Oh, so shit. like you see main characters from a good amount of them. Um, the standout one, and it was like a little bigger photo, but it was a... Uh, it was a portrait of the main character from Dead Cells. Oh, shit. I was just like, oh, look at this nice little homage the, room. This prisoner. is neat. That's cool. It's cool that games are yeah. doing that because Dead, Dead Cells also had something that like paid homage. A few things, actually, that paid homage to like other indie games. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Yeah, it was nice to see. Look at them all sticking together and shit. Right? <laughs> yeah. Out here. Success stories. <laughs> All right, and so let's go ahead and run through um, some of these Gamescom announcements. Um, just highlight some of, some of the big things. So for opening night live, brought to you by Jeff Keeley. Also, fuck that guy that went up on stage Dude, at the beginning. They, yo, and supposedly he's done this before. Really? I've never. These seen... cats are not yeah, cool, not, bro. Not, not not at Gamescom, but he did it at like uh, it was during some kind of news, some sports news, uh, I think in Germany. What's people's obsession with fucking Bill Clinton, bro? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Where is that coming from? Well, well I, I I thought he said he he wanted to play GTA Six. I thought that. Was yes, yeah, but, but still, but, why but then Bill the other Clinton? kid brought up Bill Clinton. <laughs> Remember the kid from Game Awards? He said. Bill Clinton yeah. too. So I'm like, just wondering, like, why Bill Clinton? Why is that the name that these fools keep bringing up? Also, keep y'all know. stupid asses on stage, off stage. You're making things hard for the rest of us. For real. Just like nobody can come. Only if you get this invite. God damn it, you can't go. Seriously, Shit. that's that's how it's gonna turn out, which is exactly. really sad. I mean, because this is the second time this shit's happened. It's annoying. Don't don't like it. Um, but. As far as announcements goes, um, a pretty a pretty good amount of new things got dropped. Um, Zack Snyder showed up on stage to show off a trailer for his new two-part movie coming to Netflix, which is interesting how this is the way he has to market his movie because we know nobody's getting any marketing for any movie right now. Is this the sci-fi movie that he's putting out? Yeah, uh, Rebel Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, which has a tying game coming um, coming out with it too. So, tying games never do fucking well. Never. Um, like the fact that when he was talking about the game, I was like, "Oh, you're using buzzwords, Mister Man." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all this. Um, but as far as some announcements, um, there was a Starfield uh, gameplay deep dive because Tom Howard, Todd Howard went up on stage to talk about it. Game's coming out soon, coming to Game Pass. We know y'all who's going to play it. It's going to play it. See how that goes. Um, Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 3 gameplay trailer showed off. More stuff for Alan Wake 2. Um, a lot of just kind of updates on games. They showed off a trailer for mm-hmm. Diablo 4 Season 2. Um, yes, Season sir. of Blood as Vampire Hunter Companion. Interesting. Um, a new MK1 reveal trailer showing off uh, Sindel and General Shao. Not Shao Khan, since, you know. He ain't a con. He's he not, he not on charge he yet. He's not a con. 
um, as well as Motaro and Shujinko as cameo characters. Uh, Tekken 8. We're going to take a second on this one. Tekken 8 got its uh, release date announced officially for January 26th. Called it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, but alongside that, with the date, we got a glimpse of a new single-player mode, um, the Arcade uh, arcade Quest, I believe. They showed off stuff with customizations. The roster is going to launch with 32 characters. And in this trailer, they showed off gameplay for Leo, Steve, Kuma, Yoshimitsu, Shaheen, and Dragunov. With six more characters that we still have yet to see, officially. Um... Fucking let's go. I'm so excited. Right? Mortal Kombat looks crazy. I'm probably not going to buy it when it drops, but... Tekken looks crazy. And Mortal Kombat <laughs> does look... <laughs> Sorry. Yes, Mortal Kombat does look crazy, though. It, like, Mortal Kombat Complete Edition is definitely about to go brazy once that comes out, because... Jesus Christ. Complete with, that with the K? Nuts. With the K, exactly. With the K. Um, but Tekken 8 looks so good. I, can't, I need it. I need it in my bones. Uh, Leo is definitely one of the best design characters in this game. Hands down. Cool. Yoshimitsu looks sick as fuck. Dragunov I, just looks like he's been through shit. I actually <laughs> didn't watch this um, this latest ta- uh, Tekken trailer. I missed it, so I don't know what this new iteration of Yoshimitsu looks like. Oh, he looks cool. Yeah, he looks cool as shit. Blue armor. Mechanized Space Ninja. <laughs> yeah, on the Bandai Namco website, they have a breakdown for all the characters. Um, you see Kuman, I guess he's wearing Heihachi's old gi and his and his uh, belt as a headband. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, January twenty sixth. Excited. Um, what is this new um, this new mode um, that they're they're releasing with the little chibi people? Um, it's a solo uh, single player mode. Uh, so kind of like in the veins of arcade mode, but kind of making it custom. Um, custom, you can make your own little uh, chibi characters to explore and everything like that. Um, there was a IGN uh, interview um, with Rada and Mike Murray that also was t- going over um, stuff involving like they're bringing the ghost characters back um, for ghost battles. Um, they talked a little bit more about how chip damage is going to work in the game, too. Um, and before the podcast, as I was watching it, I was saying it looks like just the Bloodborne um, rally mechanic, in a sense. Mm. So with how their overall feel for the game is aggr- be aggressive in the game, I could see that rally mechanic working out. So you still have enough. You have a recoverable health bar that you can get back now if you're blocking. So for Tekken, it's new, and it's definitely going to feel different playing from now on. Um, but I think just that be aggressive, fight back. We'll see how that we'll see how it works out in competitive play. Fight back, be fight back, fight back, be, fight back. be aggressive. Yeah. Um, let's see. We got to see a little bit more from Assassin's Creed Mirage, um, and also they uh, had done a full a full Arabic voiceover. You can play the game in so. If you don't want to play in English and play Arabic, hey, it's there. Hmm. Um, it's again out October 5th. Uh, Cyberpunk 27.7 2.0 is coming to the base game alongside Phantom Liberty. 
So a bunch of new features. Um, the DLC is coming out September 26th, 30 bucks. Uh, Justin, are you going to be picking this up? Probably not. Probably no? Yeah, probably not. I'm confused. Don't so the, it, huh? the, the 2.0 part, this is like an addition to the base game? Or a, yeah, a so update says, to the base um, game? CD Projekt Red didn't just release new gameplay trailer for Phantom, uh, Phantom Liberty, but it also confirmed that all players, no matter if they purchase Phantom, uh, Phantom, Liberty, uh, Phantom Liberty DLC, will get access to the version 2.0 updates that brings with it a bevy of improvements. Um, so pretty much all the overhauls that they're doing for the DLC, they're just, just the base stuff that they're adding. They're mm. putting it as, as part of the game. Mm. So you don't have to buy this DLC to get all these, these quality of life improvements that they've done. Oh, okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm probably not, but I, I don't know if, if it strikes me, I might, maybe if it goes down in price. Let's see. Um, as for the trailer, it gives us another look at Liberty city or Phantom <laughs> Liberty city. Phantom Liberty before its release on September 26th and a ton of exciting things including a new uh, new district, dozens of new story game uh, story quests and gigs, vehicle combat and mounted weaponry, revamped police system, combat AI overhaul, endless dynamic events and missions. I don't like that word, endless. Yeah. <laughs> uh, redesigned cyberware and perks, all new uh, relic skill tree and abilities, increased level cap, and 100 plus new items being weapons, cyberware, and fashion. Did you see that, oh, wow. that one? Like, uh, I don't know if it was a leak or someone pulled it from the trailer, but it showed a, a picture of Homeboy. Uh, it was like a computer screen in the ge- within the game. Oh, it showed, um, it showed David yeah. um, like in the skill tree or something like that. Yeah, yeah. so they're, oh, no they're throwing in references to... Uh, free runners, well, yeah. there was a there was actually a reference in there before. Um, I think I don't know if it was I, f- I forget if it was a new. Um, I think they put his jacket in the game. New quest. Yeah. Well, yeah, his jacket's in there, but there's actually like um, you can talk to somebody where they actually reference like what happened. <laughs> David. <laughs> yeah, they actually reference what happened. That's dope. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sonic Superstars got his release date of October seventeenth, so I feel like we knew this for a while, but I guess it might have just been a leak. Um, so that's we got a trailer for Sonic Frontiers Final Horizon updates coming this year. Um, that's adding new story, new playable characters, and new challenges. So they'll let you play as Knuckles, uh, Tails, and Amy We're in this assuming. one. They haven't all the way confirmed who's playable, but it it's pretty much they haven't. Yeah, it's pretty much going to be them. I'm gonna guess that um, God, I'm forgetting her name, but the little digital girl might be playable as well. Sage, that's your name. I'm sorry. Hmm. Um, and also, in it, yeah. uh, the jokes are in. Uh, apparently, it looks like Sonic finally went uh, Super Sonic Two. Oh, yeah, I seen people saying Sonic's getting a new mode. He Super Saiyan. It, it. He got extra. It spiky. appears to me that maybe this <laughs> digital energy is gonna mix with his own superpower. But who knows? I could see it. Uh, let's see. Um, Little Nightmares Three was announced with the trailer, with um, showing co-op in this one. I need it. I need to play those first two games. Bro. It's they're so good, and with this one being co-op, you're 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 playing with me, nigga. Yeah, I know. That's what that, <laughs> I know in, in particular. Work. That's why I need to fucking play the first two, ready for mm-hmm. this third one. It takes two, the horror version, right? <laughs> 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 Scary wiggly version. <laughs> 
Um, and then on top of that, uh, one more surprise is the team announced that there will be a new podcast series called The Sounds of Nightmare, which is available later today and tells the whole new story in the game's universe. I need to listen to that. That's cool. Give me them details. This is from the, the uh, devs of Little Nightmares that are putting this out? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Insight. Uh, they showed off a new trailer for Black Myth Wukong, which, as we talked about last week, looks dope. It's, it's a game. It's a real game. It's it's real. It's a real boy. <laughs> it's a real monkey hey, boy. Man. It's not real until it's in my system. Absolutely. Um, let's you about see. to eat it? Uh, <laughs> eat it. <laughs> Marvel Snap is now available on Steam. Go crazy. Um... Uh, this was where they officially announced Grand Blue Fantasy Relinks, um, uh, release date of February 1st. Once again, shout out. Thank you. Thank you, team at Side Games and Scott at 1PR. Appreciate y'all. Um, let me see. Saw some Crimson Desert gameplay, which still looks good. And anything else specific that you guys were interested in from, um, from opening night live i didn't get a chance to watch the whole of it i got to see the majority um lords of the fallen is looking really good and i'm getting into it more and more the more i see oh yeah is this the d is great. that the dnd type game or no no that one um no. the souls like game so it's already had two games but now they're bringing they're rebooting and just going with this new one and it looks amazing okay i don't know if i saw that i might have missed it um, yeah, but a lot of these was just a lot of new, um, updated trailers for stuff. Uh, Killing Floor 3 did get announced as well. Um, yeah. Has anyone been into the Killing Floor series? I want to say I tried one time, but I couldn't tell you what uh, I did. Killing Floor 2 is given away for free as one of the, uh, PS Plus games, and I played it quite a bit then. It was just killing cool killing another thing so a, a, a little game that i played um on indie watch a while back sky children of the light um is getting a tv show really oh shit yeah um so that company uh that game company ceo and creative director Genova chen um stopped by the gamescom studio at ign to talk about uh children of the light uh it's animated series spin-off uh yeah. So it's a spin off from the game. Which is cool because out of every game that they've put out, I wouldn't think that Sky would be the one that got the show, but hey. So did Sky have a story per se, or was it like all other that game company games and you just kinda did Yeah, things? it had no story. Just did cool. things. All good. Yeah, I feel Make like a it, journey. I, I feel would, like I, it, I feel like it had less of a story than than something like Journey. I know that okay. Journey didn't have a story either, but I feel like Sky had even. It less had a of goal. One. You realize what your goal was, right. and it was get go there. Right. <laughs> I feel that. But the show looks kind of fucking dope. Not gonna front. There's a short trailer of it out. Um, it's called The Two Embers. Nice. Bit. Oh, good. Check it out. All right, and then lastly, uh, Armored Core 6 is out. So Armored Core 6 fires Rubicon. Uh, just, uh, I'm not going to spend too much time on it because 
I've only put in so much time into it, uh, but right before I did beat the chapter two boss, Juwan, me and you did the same thing, bro. We had to do the same thing to take that stupid thing out. Um, but overall, this is the Armored Core game. I for sure won it 10 years ago from Armored Core 5. You can see how FromSoft's DNA that has changed within this past 10 years since the last Armored Core has gone into this. Where it still very much feels like Armored Core, but as far as difficulty-wise, it's I've been saying this the past couple days that I feel like Armored Core and Dark Souls are the opposite in how they play. Where it's like you still need to recognize patterns and all that. Dark Souls is slow, methodical, like you have to pay attention to these slow winding attacks. While Armored Core is, you better get the fuck out of the way because everything's coming at you all at once. And if you don't move fast, you're going to die. So with all of this, like, I think it was skill up specifically. There was a preview from it and saying how it was like boring, bland, slow and all that. I'm like, I couldn't disagree more. Because <laughs> if you're not fast, if you're not speedy, you, you're going to die. You can't stay in the same place. The tutorial boss by itself is like, it is, it is kind of a skill check for people right from the start. There's no... You know how in a Dark Souls game, like, if you lose, you know, carry on. You were supposed to die here. Mm. This, you run into this helicopter, you're like, no, if you don't beat it, you're not go you're not playing this game yet. <laughs> you need to get past this. Oh, it's a wall, essentially. Absolutely. And the, ch the chapter one final boss, that is already, like, that's the skill check of the game. Because I, I describe it as a near fight where you know how there's like just bubbles and orbs everywhere in near. And you have to dodge mm -hmm. and use your t um, uh, your skills to get out of the way. Yeah, this, yeah, you don't have any of those skills. You just have to get the fuck out of the way. Because there's hella missiles coming at you from everywhere. Move. So, qu question. If you were trying to, say, get me to play Armor Core, someone who's not really into mechs. Mm-hmm. Um, and but someone who has played and at this point enjoys uh, Souls likes, like what would be and, and and obviously you know me so maybe that's not this is, probably isn't the best uh, the best example, um, but what what essentially would you say to someone like me uh, who was thinking about getting the game but wasn't sold on it? It's going to live and die on how you feel about customization. Um, because as far as, as compared to something like Dark Souls, Elden Ring, all that, it's not so much an open world. It is, it's mission structured. So when you jump in after you get past the tutorial, there's a couple different tutorial missions you can go through that's going to teach you about just basics about the games and how to optimally do stuff. Well, and as you unlock missions, you'll get a couple more tutorials that now show you here's how a... Here's how a lighter AC pilots. So not at, not as bulky, a little bit more slimmed down, different types of legs, and how quickly you see you just boost around, dash around. Or here's the tank treads where you are slow, you don't have boosters, but you can drift as you you can drift. You can you don't take recoil from uh, larger weapons that you would like a bazooka or or a Gatling gun. You on with regular legs you'll probably not be able to move as easily as this. You can just, just drift around and shoot. It's pretty much gun tank. Gun tank, don't, don't right. give a fuck. It's a meme. Um, 
but for you specifically i would say it would it would be about the customization and how you feel about the bosses because the the mission structure of it is all right all right raven go go in take out these couple of enemies mission done nothing crazy oh here is a named ac a little bit harder you got to dash around a bit more because now they can kind of do the same thing as you not too hard once you hit the bosses that's when it'll really like it's I want you to come over and try it. I think it's one of those things. <laughs> it's one of those, like, honestly, if you're not sold on it, it is one of those games that you do kind of have to pick up yourself because watching videos on it don't, doesn't showcase how fast you're actually moving in the game. Like, even when I played, like, beside from the stream not catching up, <laughs> really doing well when I was uh, putting on Discord, like, you have to feel how fast these these mechs are, how how the the boost is how as you're as you're boosting just a little left to right movement and you see the little thrusters like on the side moving with you like little details like that that make you feel like you're in a fast moving mech and it's not slow and and tanky because that's that's the exact opposite of how these feel like you are slower in a game like elden ring than you are to this oh okay yeah so it's very much the once you get your hands on it, you kind of decide, and that that's that's a bad sell, because it's. I wish there was something like a demo right, for was, something like this. Like get, yeah, it was like get your hands on exactly, it. <laughs> get your hands on it. But that's not going to be the case for everybody. So it's best way to describe it, even with the limited parts that you get at the start of the game. This is gunpla the game, <laughs> where it's just okay. like here's how I want to customize my mech. Here's like there's stats everywhere on all these pieces, but as intimidating as it might look at first, once you kind of just kind of get the bearings of okay, this affects this, this affects this. I need to have a bigger generator so I have more ammo for this gun, or this gun does better against these type of shields that enemies have. It's not very much. It's very much a once you have the pieces, use those pieces. Where'd you get the pieces and you can from? Make, uh, there's a shop that you can get. So as you mm. play, you unlock more parts, more weapons. Um, so that's from arms to chest to heads, legs, weapons, shoulder uh, shoulder rocket launchers. Uh, you can, as you um, play through it and you unlock the arena, you'll also start getting items to get more specific augments that you can equip. So like one thing you can unlock is changing like your shoulder weapons and your weapons that you use for your hands you can instead of having just a rocket launcher here you could put another gun here that you can cycle out and use that um use that instead of having another rocket launcher there Hmm. so literally like throughout throughout the game sorry sorry audio listeners like you will consistently be doing this shit bro like consistently because you're trying to fire off everything you got to do what you need to um, is it is is it is it basically the shoot shoots though, essentially? Like, yes. Is it all the shoot shoots? Yes and no, because the the melee weapons that they do give you, there's plasma swords, there's like a stake driver that you can get that you have to be close and personal, and mm-hmm. but that's also more dangerous because now you're closer to danger. But when you hit, but when you hit something with that, they take damage. So like with that with that boss that I was on, I have my guns. That's not doing. That's not effective for me right now. I need to be up in your ass, and I need to be hitting you with with these melee weapons. So right. I'm I'm hoping and praying somewhere down the line there's something katana like, 
Um, but also, just as a FromSoft weapon, um, there's a Moonlight Greatsword in this game, too. What the way? So, that's just, like, the FromSoft thing now. It, it, there's there's that real. in the game, so I'm like, I want that. Um, that's kind of cool. Yeah, because even the arena fights, dog, it depends on how your mech is. Like, there's been some of these fights that's only lasted 49 seconds for me. Damn. Like, under a minute, the fight's done. Damn. Have you done so, any PvP yet against Juwan or not anybody? Not yet. I honestly think I just unlocked the mode. Oh, okay. Like, after Chapter 2. It doesn't... It, 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 I guarantee that's a great thing that they didn't give you multiplayer right away. Because there are some of the arena mechs that you go up against that... Like, one of them fast as fuck <laughs> like i had to i had to switch out my uh switch out my build because i was like i can't keep up with this thing mm -hmm. and i think that's also the good thing about the customization in the game because when you like say you're fighting a boss and you die and you realize the build that i've made is not working you can go you can still hit the assembly menu and you can swap around parts as you need to as oh, long sorry. as you own the as long as you own the pieces already you could just you can completely swap out your mech if you want to. I just pause it and and switch out mid game. After you die, after you oh, die, after you can't you do it mid fight. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So if you die in the middle of a fight and you realize, okay, this isn't working, let me switch some things up. You can. Got it. Mm hmm. Um, and then you can also save different, um, pretty much different loadouts. So you can make a bunch of different mechs and just save them. So if if you die, one mech didn't work. Let me swap to another one. That's dope. Mm -hmm. Like Jawan's going crazy right now with the customization on it. I seen I think someone he already make has a, like four or five. <laughs> I seen someone make like a Kirby oh, mech. Did you guys see the Kirby mech? I saw the Kirby. Um, I've seen Bobo. -Bo. I've seen Hella Ava Ava ones. No way. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll send you one that I saw recently that was pretty fucking good. That's sick. Um. There, it's not like you, as far as the customization too, just as soon as you get stuff, you could just start spray painting it, whatever you want. You can make your own logos that you can put, uh, put on it to make it your own. Oh, that's sick. Um, each one you name and everything like that. So it's, it's good, bro. It's definitely, this is a, this is a higher tier of a FromSoft game that is making people quit sooner than a Souls game. That's, that's for sure. No way. Like... <laughs> See, but now, now that's not fair because now it makes me feel like I want to play it purely just to see and like essentially, you know, like kind of test my my soul. And it is like Give that's the case, nice bro. Little ego rub. I didn't, I didn't expect it to right? be as, I did not expect it to be as hard as it was because, like I said, the mission structure of the game, it it's easy, easy. Okay, this is a little bit harder, but manageable. I could like this is fine. This is all fine. Then you get to that chapter end boss, and it's like, now fuck you. You thought you were good, huh? I hope that you. Re I hope you, bro, you, bro, bro. Balteus is a skill check. If I ever fucking played one, and after Juwan Habit, I was like, bro, what are you doing? How are you? <laughs> how are you getting through it? And he told me that he was using a specific weapon that I didn't own yet. Um, that fires uh... different kind of rounds, and so. Like, since I didn't buy it, I had to restart the mission. But everything leading up into that boss, cakewalk, wasn't shit. It, it didn't matter. It was okay for me to restart this mission just to go back to the shop to to figure some things out. And then once yeah. I got back to that boss, I used that weapon he told me about. 
and was melting through the shield. And so I was consistently making it to the second phase of the fight now, which was just a... That part is hard, but it was different for me because it was taking so long to get to that second phase mm. because I was having that struggle against the barrier that it was producing. Right. Yeah, so it's it, it incentivizes you thinking on your feet and experimenting. I think that's the biggest thing with this game is that you need to make you need to experiment. You sticking to a certain build will not work for every situation. You need to adapt to whatever you're what you're whatever you're fighting. So when you die on the boss, do you get put back to the beginning of the chapter or you just start from the boss again? Restart from checkpoint. Yep. You could just restart right there. Okay. So that's the good thing about it. Like I said, you when you die, you can just restart from checkpoint, you can restart the chapter or just go to assembly and mess with mess with your ac as and long then just as you jump have the parts as you want to. so the only reason why exactly. you had to start again because you didn't have that part that you wanted mm-hmm. yeah and uh, it's and it's like as you as you consistently mess with your assembly if you realize everything you have just isn't working maybe i should just restart this mission check out the shop i got mm-hmm. some money let me start and then you start reading weapon descriptions and that kind of makes you more aware of the different enemy types you can go up against if they have shields if how is this melee weapon I'm doing? What is this plasma weapon strong against? Like, there's there's a lot of experimentation at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yes, yes. So, Armored Core, I highly recommend it. There's only I know there's only five chapters to the game. It's about 15, 15 hours, honestly. It's not a long game. Um, but uh, from people who have had early copies, they're saying like there there's new game pluses and everything like that. And the more you play the more there's still more there's there's consistently more weapons um armor armor core parts stuff like that too so that that just tells me hey even once i'm done there's more for me to unlock which is always a good thing from a from soft game one one criticism i heard is about story do you feel any way about the story at all yeah but at the same time i think it's I don't come to FromSoft games for story so much. Right. And this, it's very much, it's told through just. Elden Ring. Through. Elden Ring had more story than damn near every other one, aside from I like know. Bloodborne, maybe. <laughs> like, there's always lore there, but it's cryptic. And this, it's more just told through. Um, People speaking. Voice messages. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. But even that, I like am still paying attention to because it's still kind of interesting mm-hmm. like you're this random dog that that's coming here as a mercenary going bouncing between these different corporations trying to get um the resource on the planet uh rubicon the coral and so it's it's i find it interesting story-wise how you're how you're playing sides but you're not because you're just a merc out for you're just going to the next contract yeah you're for hire yeah, yeah. you're for hire and so as the story's progressing I'm working for this company to do this thing against this company and the next mission this company's hiring me to do something else Damn. and then there's like natives of the planet who like the liberation front I fucked them up and did, did ir- irreversible damage to what they had going on but also they're like you're good I, I, I'm mad you did that but also we got a job for you <laughs> <laughs> So it, it's very much like a, this motherfucker, but it's nothing personal. We all we all out here just trying to accomplish what we're trying to do. So if you had to if you had to rate combat your combat experience like uh, fighting in the game from on a scale of like one to ten, like where would you place it? Eight, seven point five eight. 
Because there's still things that I don't like as far as, like, the targeting. When I say shit moves fast, shit moves fast. Especially a boss like Balteas is continuously zipping fucking around. So you have to, uh, you really have to whip your fucking camera around. Like, me and Juwan raised up our uh, sensitivity because we needed to. Because it feels like you're in a fast-paced mech fight and you need to pay attention. Because if you're not paying attention as far as uh, even um, audio cues, like... You'll get fucking smacked with a rocket launcher, and that does two to three thousand damage on you. Mm. It hurt. It fucking hurts. There's all these tiny little missiles going around that you're trying to dash past, but you get hit by that one single rocket, bro. It, it's a problem. <laughs> Jesus. It, it's heavy on stagger. That will open you up to all these other missiles that are flying towards you, and then you're dead. Like, <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then you're dead. <laughs> and then you explode. Excuse me. You explode. <laughs> oh, right. Because you're in a mess. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. There's no like. It's a good is there time. health pickups and shit throughout the. the... You have three Estus Flash. You have recover. You have ah, repair kits. Okay. So you get smacked by one of those rockets. Fuck, there's a rare repair kit. Got it. And so, same thing like Dark Souls Elden Ring. There's certain times when you start doing a certain way at a, at a point in the fight. And if you're doing too bad, you just might as well just fucking reset. Because mm. you're going to need all these repair kits, all your health for whatever that second phase of the fight is. Right. Because you know, this stuff hurts, but I can get past it. Once right. I get to that part, this is when I'm going to need all that. Right. I'm going to need the resources see, I have. See, I, I, feel like the, I feel like you would, for a game like this, you would definitely have to enjoy, like you said, like the customization and then the combat. Like, I feel like those are the two core... <laughs> uh, like the core pillars of this uh, of this game. I see what you did Absolutely. there. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> shut up! Shut up! I did not do that on purpose. Yeah. Very punny, <laughs> um, Justin. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, essentially, if you enjoy customization and and kind of make shifting your own mech and and having it that way, but like I feel like if the if the combat isn't isn't fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a, a, a giant demerit to a game like this. It would. Specifically, because I feel like that's the... But the thing is, I'm enjoying the combat. Like, that's for me is what's oh, making okay. this game. I love how it feels, gameplay-wise. That's what I enjoy. Like, so are you more of the, the shoot-shoots or the rockets or the boom-booms? What are you... I'm the zip-zip-boom. I'm all the above. If it kills my target, that's what I'm about, bro. How's, I want it dead. <laughs> how's the haptic feedback and the fucking adaptive triggers on the PS5? Anything cool there? Honestly, I don't even think it oh, uses yeah. it. Really? <laughs> oh, I don't even... that's that's a missed opportunity. Nah, bro, no, no. I honestly, no. I'm very happy because the shit that... Like, like I said, you are consistently doing this shit consistently <laughs> i don't need any resistance when i'm trying to fire off dog none of that sir no nah. i'm sir all this yep fingers fingers sir. go crazy fingers go crazy bro no resistance. Sir. nah but yeah so like <laughs> when we were in the party the other day Jawan's over there. He's like, bro, I haven't continued on with the story. I just keep making mechs, dog. Like he's <laughs> he's in the customization part. I'm over here playing the story and and getting through the training and knocking out uh, the arena missions, all that. So, but as a whole, there's something for you. It's just a matter of you. It's it's the skill check. Like if you get stuck at that skill check, that's probably going to be the main thing. That is going to be the main thing that turns people off. Is that first fucking chapter boss? The tutorial boss ain't no hoe, but it's kind of like the it teaches you. Hey, 
use your environment to dodge shit because missiles will be firing at you. You can take cover. You don't you don't have to always be in front of the boss. You move behind shit because you're going to need it. Use your uh, if you have a melee weapon, use it. It does a lot of damage. You're going to have to be up close and personal, which might be dangerous, but the the risk reward is worth it. So could could you obviously it's probably not the most or the the best way to run it, but could you essentially run oh, an entire oh, melee build? <laughs> all melee, yeah, all melee build. Technically, yes and no, because as far as like the melee weapons, you can only use those on your left arm. Um, uh-huh. As far as what I've unlocked, I don't know if you can unlock them for your right arm um, augments. Um, but you'd get smoked. I, I agree. Because there's some <laughs> there's some things that you need to make sure you take out quick, fast, in a hurry. And you have to be far away. Because there's consistent... There's a lot of enemies that are around, too. So you'll use those rockets to target three to four enemies and knock those things out while you're shooting something else over here. Wait, so your melee is charged? It charges, There's yeah. a cooldown? Uh-huh. Oh. So it's like a... Be, when I tell you it's strong, it's strong, bro. Like, they have to put it on the cooldown. But that's why, like, for the boss that I was fighting, like, I have the sword that does... Like, when you hold it, it does, like, two two slashes. Then I swap uh-huh. to a pile driver, and that's just one strong stake. Bro, you, you almost had me. You You'll see. Almost have nah. Justin trying to break that's the why game and play it like in a. It would break the game. It breaks. <laughs> that would break the game. There, there's a consistent balance that has to Justin's be. Justin's like, I don't care if I'm a mech. I want to be ninja. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be ninja. Yeah, if it didn't have cooldown, it'd be busted for sure. Yep. Uh, but it, I, th- Justin, you as a Souls uh. nigga would be into it. It is just you the think so? I, absolutely. I think you'd fuck with it, but it would be the initial hurdle of getting the customization stuff down and kind of understanding that, and also you getting over the frustration that it, or that are the boss fights. Because mm-hmm. as <laughs> me and Juwan are both fighting this same boss, both mad as fuck, and we're like, this is what Justin doesn't hear from us. <laughs> Justin's <laughs> never in the party when we're going through it. When we're mad as fucking saying this is fucking bullshit. It's all, stupid. All, all I hear is this game is amazing. Exactly. This that's all you amazing. hear because we've already gone through our trials and tribulation. <laughs> you don't hear the initial this is why this is dumb. This is infuriating. Why the fuck do we stagger it? It just takes the fuck off immediately. It doesn't stay down. It's dumb. Like you don't hear any of that. But it's very much there, and it's hard. But good game is good. <laughs> okay. Yes. But with that, that that selling of of hard met game from FromSoft, which is still top tier. Can it's, I, it's, it's can, I can I backtrack a little and run through a couple of things from Gamescom that I just found that we we missed? Yes, sir. Um, Song of Nunu. Um, a new League of Legends game coming out. Um, so that another one, another one is the oh, is the last shit. one, by the way, that you guys played and really liked. Is that even out yet? Yeah, it came oh, out it uh, within oh. the month. Yeah. Oh, OK. Uh, Mage Seekers. Yeah. Mage Seekers. Yeah, Mage Seekers. Um, so, yeah, uh, Song of Nunu, a, Leg- a League of Legends story is coming out. Looks like an action platformer. Um, so that um, also Night Dive um, are uh, remastering two games. Um, so one. Uh, Star Wars Dark Forces, and then also Turok mm. 3. That oh, is, yeah. Right. Turok 3 is and wild to me. <laughs> and, and, and supposedly that remaster looks amazing. Of Turok? Really? 
because yeah, they, they they did the first two as well um so they mm-hmm. uh they remastered the first two i think i have one of them here but um yeah i think i remember deso uh putting something in um in discord about it like it like yeah, the remaster looks amazing. The picture shows an alien. I thought Turok was about dinosaurs. It is. And aliens. Oh, and aliens, okay. Yes, and <laughs> aliens. Um, it starts off with dinosaurs and then aliens. Honestly, aliens <laughs> were there from the start. You just didn't know. <laughs> you just didn't know, yeah. Um, a new Lord of the Rings game. Lord of the Rings Return to Moria is coming to PC and Whatever. PS5 on October 24th. Uh, Robocop. Um, Robocop Rogue. Um, it's a first-person RoboCop shooter that's coming out. We also got a little... I think that's been... We've got information on that before, but this was just, like, additional information. Uh, oh, this is that one that got announced a while back. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a few other things that I had here as well. Oh, uh, Fallout is getting a TV show. Uh, Pri- it's coming to Amazon Prime 2024, so next year. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, they give a range for it now. They announced it a while back that there was going to be one, but so yeah, no more. I, I guess See, 2020. It, it, they're giving ranges. Let's be real. When we don't know when that shit's coming out. Okay, nah. until strikes in, everything is tentative and it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> tentative and a lie. Uh-huh. Any time between now and the next three years. Exactly right. Um, I I sat down and watched a, a long video about a new game called Wayfinder. Have you guys? paid attention to this game i've been hearing all? about yeah. it i've been hearing about okay it, yeah. so it's an mmo that they're referring to as like a, a love letter to world of warcraft um a future mm-hmm. between that and something like destiny um it looks really cool it's in steam early access right now um the one thing that i found cool about this is that the way that they're tackling early access so they are um, they have a version of the game on early access but they are taking feedback from players and implementing feedback um during like while this game is in early access so they're they're taking feedback from the community um they're taking polls about different topics in the game about think what thing people want to see how people like this how people like that and then they're going with majority votes and making like live changes to the game um in real time which i think is like really cool um and so they are ironing out all of the kings before this game will eventually go to free to play um and i i can't remember if they put a date on when that's going to happen but yeah it looks really cool um and there was like are, are you gonna you gonna you gonna play this it's game? free if it comes to i is it coming to ps5 i'm not sure you know you know you know what other game is free what game is free final fantasy 7 oh, yeah, is is, is not free no, no, no. Critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV oh. with extended free trial up its Zora Blade up to level 70. How dare you? How dare you? How fucking dare you? <laughs> I should have known. You should have. It was right there. It was right there. It was right there. It was right there. You were like seven. I was like, you know why? It's because we were talking about seven earlier. So I thought that you were like bringing it back up. Yeah, oh, that's so fun. I, I, Darren was sitting, he was waiting. I was like, go ahead, go ahead, sir. You look like you want to say something. He's like playing all this shit, uh, but right, like you go play, you go play that game because it's free. As but, soon as he said it's free, 
<laughs> yeah, right? I, and, I, and also an I, MMO. <laughs> wild. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, Crazy. Another game, which has been... Ca- I don't know if you guys have seen the flack uh, that's been going on on Twitter about this game. Project Mugen. Anybody heard anything? Anybody seen anything? Uh, yeah, that anime free running that looks like fucking spider-man for weebs yes exactly yeah so people are are pissed um because it it certain scenes of the game look like they've directly stolen assets from other games breath of the wild i think being Uh. one of them spider-man being the other one right the swinging mechanic looks like Mm -hmm. dead on um but anyway, so it, it's being described as an open world RPG um, where cyberpunk meets Genshin Impact. Because that's the dream matchup that you've all wanted in your lives. Um, I mean, to be fair, man, how many times have we seen other characters do Hadoukens, Shoryukens, Tatsus? Those are <laughs> references and not and not it's the same And not just like brother. stealing an asset, right? <laughs> hey, man, is it, you know? just you know it's just a web that you throw in a building that you swing from it's It's criminal um (laughs) but it's by netease game and and naked rain Mm. um and it will be free to play we don't have a release date um but we know that it's coming to playstation pc and mobile devices um and pre-registrations are open now but yeah, that I I thought that was just funny because I saw a lot of discourse on um on Twitter about it and. Oh man, but as as I think we've seen with with some other things is that people take liberties with certain assets, and I I don't mm-hmm. get how it's not a lawsuit waiting to happen. But uh huh, somehow Neither, it's like when I when I so brought something, it'd be th- like uh inspired by or hey, that this is the same thing, right? <laughs> that's 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 the same thing. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. You're they're using like the like the stamina system that breath that's been in everything since Breath of the Wild came out, and like we we see Breath of the Wild esque games, but not direct assets. Right. right, right. <laughs> not it's like very, all right. It's very different, you know. To say, <laughs> right. hey, you see what you did there. We did the same thing. Then to say like that. I like that. That I'm try it. tree right there is our fucking tree. All you did was <laughs> turn it like three like like 180 degrees but that's our fucking tree i recognize our tree and then you took our bushes and then you just sunk them into your ground a little bit but those are our bushes we saw the fucking model and we matched the model with ours there's been a couple of games that got busted doing that earlier this year actually lie cheat Mm -hmm. steal No, I, I don't promote this form of light cheat steal. Okay, I don't promote this <laughs> the one the form, one form I don't promote. promote. Also, unrelated to Gamescom, but um, but fucking uh, AUW Stadium Stampede mode or whatever the 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 battle royale mode. It's out now. Oh. So, haven't played it yet, but it's been out for I think a day, maybe two Do you days. AEW Fight Forever. No, you don't need it. To, you play, don't need it to play, from my understanding, from my understanding, anybody can download it. I could be wrong, and feel free to c- correct me in the comments. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, I, please. From, from please my under- from my understanding, it's <laughs> yeah, yes, from my please, understanding, please. it's free to play though <laughs> to anyone. Yeah. Yes, please. Okay. please. Peticus. Oh, oh also, sorry. Rest, it, rest, rest him. Rest, no, <laughs> oh no. Okay, okay, okay. okay that's that's then, hold on. Because there's, yes. a, there's oh, a bunch okay. of people. I'll leave it. Okay. To be, to be yeah. fair, a lot of people. Can I do it now, actually? 
So, firstly, yes. we'd like to give a rest in peace to wrestling legend Terry Funk, who passed away uh, earlier this week. Uh, he's really just given a lot of his career and personality to us. He is known as a hardcore legend. Go look up some of his old school hardcore matches if you want to see some real, <laughs> some, some hard to watch shit, honestly. Um, then immediately after that, Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda, uh, passed away. We lost him. He's in his mid thirties, pretty young. Um, it was very unfortunate. He leaves behind, I believe two children and a wife. Mm. Poor guy. Um, that 36, yeah. Hard that one was really hard. Like, I know that name. Since, since I started watching wrestling, like he was one of my favorites and like part of the reason that i started that i kept watching like since i started watching again and so just to find that out dude it's i don't know it's like one thing it's it's sad when anybody dies but like when you have feel like a connection to someone like it's like for me like when pop smoke died as well like that to me like that was like my guy like yeah, i really finally found right. someone that like i really liked and i was super a into people you know and then watching the fast and furious mm. movies so when paul walker passed i'm sure that hit a lot of people mm. um right yeah but, uh, should we, we the list is it continues um Bob Barker of The Price is Right passed away at 99 years old. Oh, yes. 99, right? And uh, the, mm-hmm. you might that see the meme going around yeah, that he, he uh, lived as long as he could without going over 100. <laughs> that he, he, he oh, fucking he went out the way he lived. I gotta fucking say it. It's that's it's good. beautiful. I'm, I'm sorry. It's I'm, beautiful. Sorry. It's poetic, no. bro. If my boy would have went out at a hundred years old, Man. oh baby. So yes, we say goodbye <laughs> oh, to Bob baby. Forever will I have that image of him whooping the shit out of Adam Sandler on that golf course right. in my mind. Yes. And also Arlene Sorkin, the original voice and inspiration for Harlene Quinzel, also known as Harley Quinn, the uh, actress Fuck. who brought Harley to life and truly was the inspiration for this character because Arlene, uh, Arlene Sorkin was friends with uh, Bruce Tim and he based the character on her appearance in a specific episode of um, I believe it was One Life to Live but it could have been All My Children, don't quote me but uh, he this is the original voice voice actress and he wanted no one else to voice this character but her it was Days of Our Lives, okay Um, but yeah she passed and that that is for pretty much legends <laughs> it was uh it's, just, it's a lot to deal with you know we're saying goodbye to these people but they've definitely left impacts on us because uh you can tell by the way people are reacting they've touched a lot of hearts out there you know so rest in paradise to all of you uh, bob arlene um wyndham and terry Rest in peace to some legends. Mm. And with that sombering note, we will call it an episode, everybody. Thank you, everybody who's been here with us live. Thank you, everybody who's out there listening. We appreciate you. 
Remember, you can follow us anywhere at Rusty Rupees or Rusty Rupees with two Y's on Twitter because Twitter is some hoes. X, whatever X. it is. <laughs> I've been saying Elon a ho in my streams. Elon a ho, that yeah. works too. I like that. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> you can follow me anywhere at XX Shadow Okami. XX, Justin. Roninja23. Deontay. 13 Cross, spell it out, don't be lazy. And Cameron. Fly Richie, i.e. no why, hashtag Indie Watch. Thank you, everybody. And until next time, stay rusty. See you all at PAX. Okay, bye. Yes, sir. See you in a year. Bye. bye.